Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. having personal encounters with Jesus and it it yeah it inspired loyalty in a few people but the majority of people just kind of went on with life like that was no big deal you know the son of god stops by for lunch every day nothing like it was nothing really important and so they went back to their fishing business or their carpenter shop or their postal route or whatever it was they did, they then went back to normal life. In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that if you have a personal encounter with God, you'll never be the same. If you meet God in a powerful way, He'll change your life in the most amazing ways. But if there isn't any real true change in your life, you may have to wonder if you really did meet the Lord. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 9 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. We're going to be in in Matthew chapter 9. We're just working our way through the the book of Matthew together. And... um, I was thinking about it with this, with this, I don't know, it just struck me just reading through the uh, end of chapter 8 and, and, and on through chapter 9, and I was just thinking about what it must have been like just to, to be with Jesus, walking around the, the Galilee region day in and, and day out, just being there with him as he taught people, as he answered their questions, you know, as, as he healed people, and I mean, just, just watching him live life. You know what I mean? I, I, a few years ago, I reached out to my mentor and, and good friend, who is the director of um, Youth with a Mission in Orlando, and he travels quite a bit because he's, um, they used to call him directors, now they call it the position of convening elder. He's like the lead elder for Youth with a Mission, all their centers in eastern North America, so all the way up into Canada and everything. So he travels a lot. He teaches a lot. And I reached out to him, and I said, hey, listen, would you be open to me traveling with you from time to time? Maybe once a year I go with you. And he looked at me kind of funny. I said, I just miss our conversations because he and I, you know, in the old days, we got together like once or twice a week. We were able to spend time together just to be together. And as I was reading through this, I was thinking, what was it like just to, just to be there watching Jesus, listening, seeing the encounters that he had with people in the different villages? And, and as I thought about that, you know, one of, the thing that's, one of the things that's surprising to me is, you know, as we consider those four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, 
and John and, and the accounts that they give us of the ministry, the earthly ministry of Jesus Christ was, you know, as, as he went around talking to people, he went around ministering to people, people were having personal encounters with Jesus. And it, it yeah, it inspired loyalty in a few people, but the majority of people just kind of went on with life like that was no big deal. You know, the Son of God stops by for lunch every day. Nothing, like it was nothing really important. And so they went back to their fishing business or their carpenter shop or their postal route or whatever it was they did. They they went back to normal life and just kept moving. And then I thought, gosh, it's still that way. It's still that way. People still do that. They have an encounter with Jesus, whether it's through his church or a personal encounter with Jesus Christ, and, and they keep going just like it was yesterday and the day before and the day before that, as if this encounter with Jesus has changed nothing. I mean, I, I, you know, to me, I, I, I remember as a baby, baby believer, you know, when I, I was 24 years old when I, I went from being... A, you know, just a religious guy. And when I say that, what, what I mean is I grew up going to church. I wasn't, by that time, I wasn't going to church anywhere. I hadn't been actively involved in a church for, for years. I was partying and doing all that kind of stuff. But I believed in God. I believed in Jesus, you know, up here. It's like I, I believed it be tr- to be true. There is a God in heaven. And yes, he did send Jesus. And yes, he did pay for my sins. And he rose from the dead. And woohoo! And I went on, you know, just like I was just talking about, as if... That was no big deal. I lived my life, did what I wanted to do, and just expected him to be okay with that. But then, when I had a personal encounter with Jesus, and, and everything changed for me, I just thought, man, people need to know. And if people just knew they would drop everything and it would be all about Jesus, you know? And then I found out, no, not so much. I remember calling my cousin, my, one, of my, one of my first cousins, you know, he's, he and I, he's like two years younger than me. And we had grown up fairly close to each other. And I knew he was still, you know, kind of, a, he was a drinker back then. And I called him, I, I, you know, and I'm like, bro, I got to tell you what happened to me. And I tell him the whole thing, and I hear silence on the other end of the phone line, you know? And then after a couple of minutes, he says, well, I can tell something really important has happened for you. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't don't understand. You don't understand what I'm telling you. This is not something that happened for me. This is something that happened for everybody. Jesus actually rose from the grave. You don't understand. He's really alive. And I'm trying to, you know, and he's like, yeah, that's, that's great, Robert. I'm glad you found something. <laughs> I finally gave up and hung up the phone, you know, because he just, it was like, and I remember praying, God, you got to help me. I'm not saying it right. I'm not communicating it adequately. That, but you know what? 30 years later, I realized that's not what it's about. That's not what it's about. 
It's about the work of the Holy Spirit in a person's heart. And I could not, you know, the Bible says that pagans, you know, those who don't know, like know the Lord Jesus and have his spirit inside them, there's a veil. There's a blindness. They cannot see it. And you and I as human beings can't do a thing about that except pray for them and ought, because the Holy Spirit of the living God is the one who has to rip that blindness away, rip that veil off their eyes. Here in Matthew chapter 9, we see a situation where there's a group of people who they should have got it. If it was only about recognizing the signs and hearing the truth presented, if it was only about believing with your brain, and they would have, but they didn't see it. They didn't, they didn't get it. It, it. This takes place right after the passage, or shortly after the passage we read last week, you know, where the Gergesenes, same thing, he comes among them and manifests his power. He casts demons out of these two guys and, and uh, into the pigs and freaks the people of that region completely out and they begged him to leave. So he left and it says in verse one of chapter nine, so he got into a boat, crossed over and came to his own city, talking about Capernaum. Then behold, they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, son, be of good cheer, your sins are forgiven you. And at once, some of the scribes said within themselves, this man blasphemes. But Jesus, knowing their hearts, said, why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, arise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. And he arose and departed to his house. Now when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, who had given such power to men. We're going to stop right there. Mark, and, and we're going to read his account in a couple of minutes, but he, he gives us a, a, a little bit more detail about this. Mark says, Jesus had gone into a house in Capernaum and he was preaching the word of God. So a, a lot of people gathered around him. By then, word was getting out. This was still early in the ministry of Jesus, but the word was spreading about this rabbi from Nazareth, this teacher from Nazareth. And, and he's healing people and he's doing these miracles. And, and so, you know, lots of people came around. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. What you just heard may have set some questions off in your spirit about who Jesus is and why he's so important. If so, keep listening. Thanks, Chris. You know, if you're listening today and and you're thinking, man, I really need God in my life. You know, I've wandered away or or maybe you're just searching. It's the first time you're really getting serious about having a relationship with God. And, you know, I remember when I felt that way, and, and to be honest, I, I, I felt really kind of exasperated and crummy and, and like it was probably impossible. Well, it's not impossible. The Bible says that God loves you so much right where you are. He understands that we're messed up. The Bible tells us, I mean, He knows we're human. He knows that we're flawed. He knows 
that we're sinful, imperfect human beings. That's why the Bible says he sent Jesus in the first place to come and die on the cross to pay for our sin, to pay for our wickedness, so that all we have to do is open our hearts to him and receive the pardon, the forgiveness that he's offering. He wants a relationship with you. I'd love to give you more information about that. Listen, I'd love to pray with you about that, even if electronically. Just go to our website, mainthingradio.com. There's all kinds of info on the website about how to begin that relationship with Jesus, how to begin that that personal relationship with God, how to study the Bible. We can give you all kinds of information about that if you'll just reach out to us and let us know that you need it. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website again is mainthingradio.com. We're so glad you joined us today and be sure to tune in again to Main Thing Radio.